Last session, I met with my siblings Concord and Harmonia in the city of Pagliartha, where they serve as advisors and protectors to the queen. They told me that the Order of Tenet was about to have a secret meeting in the city of Rosewall, several days west of here, and that some of my friends, Roe and Eight, would be in the area. Several days later, I made my way over to the town of Stag Hollow, met up with Rowanate, and explained the situation, requesting their help in infiltrating this meeting to get whatever information we could to determine the next steps of the cult. Granny May was also there, and she is told us that there is a city underneath Rosewall that was once destroyed, and then the new city was built on top of it. She will be getting us information about this, and hopefully we will get a more concrete answer on where this might be taking place. In the interim, I instructed Row in Eight on how to properly stealth and sneak, and I really hope I do not regret asking them to come along. So let's head to Rosewall. So before you would have left Stag Hollow, Granny May would have shared with you what she was able to gather from her notebooks and personal archives that about 200 years ago, a massive fire had destroyed much of Rosewall. When that happened, buildings that had once been part of the shoreline, so factory district, the shipyard, had all been nearly destroyed and the streets ended up being elevated so that the city could be rebuilt on top of what was left. So the few buildings that actually were still intact, that were surrounded by much destruction, ended up being buried and hidden below what people nowadays would notice as the city of Rosewall. And I'm seeing Kappa's face, and I think he's recognizing what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm like, is this, which which real-life city is this based off of? It's San not Chicago. Francisco. San Francisco, yeah, okay. Yep. As I said, buildings were buried, and... She was able to basically narrow down your search, since Rosewall is a pretty decently sized city, that you're probably going to want to head to the shore and the dockyards. That is probably most likely where the hidden entrance is going to be. Was she also able to get any information on where casual correspondences might take place to help narrow down the search farther? That she was unable to find. As the group of you arrive in Rosewall, you can see on the city sky, uh, I call it a skyline, it's not really like there's skyscrapers or anything in there, but you see along the city skyline, you can see the ocean off in the distance. You can see all these massive, beautiful stone buildings built up. You can see church steeples and you can see temples and you can see large warehouses off in the distance closer to the shore. Uh, the city does seem to to steep up a little bit towards the shore. Everything is bustling. By the time you arrive, it is... Well, would you have left that night or would you have left first thing in the morning? It's about a day's trip, so... I would have pressed for leaving the same day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We take the lead on the person who actually does the adventure. There. So by this time, when you're arriving, it's about mid-morning. So everything is in full swing and bustling. There are a couple guards that are standing near the entrance to the town. But, I mean, it's not like it's a walled city like Saline, where there's only one entrance and egress. So, you know, they're more like casual guarding as you approach. As we were getting closer to the city, there was less casual talking from Pax and more like alert watching and just keeping an eye on things, like really getting into work mode. But as we get closer to the city, um, she would turn to you too. Um, I would suggest we stable our horses and Bessie, and then we can figure out where to go from there. It's a larger city, so it, we might want to split up, but I completely understand if we want to stick together. But might be a good idea to start near the docks. I was going to say that too. I think if it's if the docks and 
the shoreline is popular enough, there might be l large amounts of traffic there, and who knows, we might catch something. And I'll like, I'll hide my hand, I'll do like, I, I won't do the symbol, but like I'll have the hand, hand position up, like, like this. Eight. Are we beginning our covert operation? Definitely on the starting end of it. Definitely would like to get started after we get rid of any unneeded items and putting Bessie and at least my horse in a safe area so we don't have to carry them around. I hear you and I understand. I will have Bessie stabled and by the time I return, my expert will be here to assist with this endeavor. I'll also be getting a room at one of the inns around here. And I will keep my eyes peeled. I've already left my armor in some one of the rucksacks um, on Bessie. Okay. I look weird. I look like <laughs> I'm wearing I'm, I'm wearing like various potato sacks of various sizes. Potato sacks? Oh, it, it, they, they don't look like potato sacks, but like it, it's it's just very floppy of a like very baggy clothes you know like a like a kid wearing their their dad's suit or yeah something. i'm i'm thinking like aladdin pants you know like mm -hmm. but like also aladdin like aladdin pants turned into aladdin shirt okay well actually a shirt because aladdin wore a vest in the Disney yeah yeah, yeah. okay if the aladdin remember. pants got turned into a shirt got it got it do you keep your weapon on you that's a good question should i should I? Should I keep my weapon on me? It's not uncommon for circumstances to uh, turn sour, so I would suggest having it just in case. Because the last thing you want is if they do see us, not be armed. And that's not weird, right? Just... I shrug and just look at what I'm wearing. Okay. And I will say that, like, I mean, you can look around and people everywhere are carrying swords or they're carrying, you know, they're carrying weaponry because it's oh, just a thing. It's like it's thing. nobody has conceal and carry permits. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. fine. Not that that's actually even a thing, but you get my point. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have departed to find Bessie a stable location. Yeah. Same. And yeah. also to get a room easy enough the the probably the first in that you run into is the frumpy toad um so ren do you do you stable bessie at the inn or do you just because there are also stables near the market like a, a rent a day kind of stall i will go to a rent a day all right it'll cost you a gold piece for the whole day five silver for half a whole day one gold. I happily fork it over because I don't know any better. Well, that and I think you and Rose still have way more gold than you'll probably ever spend for a while. Probably. I will give the gold over and I will look to the proprietor of the establishment or whoever I'm paying and I'll say, now be very gentle with Bessie. Bessie does not make mess. Bessie does not shed. Bessie does not eat. Bessie does not drink. Bessie just needs a small nook in which to stand and fairly constant companionship. The freckle-faced, red-headed boy that takes your gold piece looks at Bessie and looks at you very confused, like, why are you taking up a stall spit? Okay, it's money's money's. Uh, you can just watch as the kids, like, nods, like, yeah, sure, you know, whatever, whatever you say, bud. Okay. Now that that has been done, it is time to get my expert prepared for this task at hand. And I will just imagine the camera like behind eight, looking at their back, and they turn around and they look exactly the same as they did beforehand. And, <laughs> and I say, Seven's back. And they just walk. <laughs> Eight is getting really good at flipping through the personalities here. 
I thought it was uh, I thought it was gonna be the inspector, but this is better. Nope. Oh, you've never met Seven yet. Yeah. I've never met Seven. Ro has not met Seven yet. Seven has not been out since season one, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Uh, and Pax, as far as you are concerned, uh, the Frumpy Toad is is not the nicest establishment in the city, so you can get away uh, with a couple silver for a room. Okay. After procuring my room and stabling my horse, I kind of make a show of getting my horse's uh, saddle off, brushing them down pretty quickly, and kind of just waiting for the stable hands to freaking leave before I want to use my ring. And I'd like to wait till we get back to the group before I explain what my ring does. Yeah, the stable hands, when they realize that you've got this well, you know, well taken care of and you don't actually need their help, kind of scuffle off a little bit like, you know, well, there goes the tip. But, you know, also, I don't have to work. So, like, this is okay, I guess. And, you know, kind of toddle off to do their own thing. So, like, before we, like, split, I would have, like, suggested let's meet at, like, this, like, secluded area to meet before figuring out what we're doing, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that there's this nice green park that's kind of centralized in the city. If you want to meet there, there's a couple of spots that are often secluded and shaded. I think I would be there first. I would obviously arrive after that, but I would kind of walk up in the in the usual manner, clomping in the street. And I just will stand there with my arms crossed and I won't even say anything to you, Ro. And I'll go, so how did the stabling lassie go? Is not too expensive? I'm sorry, do I know you? Yes, Eight, this is, is this some sort of game? I do not know who this Eight is of which you speak. Are you... Look around. No, seriously, Eight, they're just... You're acting weird. I'll furrow my brows. Once again, I do not know who this Eight is of whom you speak. Are you... Are, are you Inspector Nine? I have no idea who Inspector Nine is, either. But then who are you? I am called. And I'll look side to side. And then lean forward. Seven. And now that you know that, I must kill you. And I pull out my hammer. Okay. (laughs) First of all, it's, it's, it's a mix of emotions. Of like, yes, yes. But then, and then you pull out your hammer. Oh no! <laughs> I think at this point, are you two standing or like you? Yeah, sitting? yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think like at this point, just kind of out of nowhere, seven. You feel like something land on your shoulder, and row. You would see a. Regular sized gray tabby cat. And from its mouth is Pax's voice. Are you two ready? What is happening? Who are you? Eight, bro. Wait, Pax, is that you? I do not know of whom this eight is that you speak. I am called Seven. And now that you know that, I must kill you. And I will look and say, oh, look, a kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Seven? Wait, Pax, is that you? Yes. Ah. And you must be... I'll look at Ro. And you must be Ro. Yes. I am told you are... a friend? Yes, I, I, I am a friend of eight. Once again, I do not know who this eight is of which you speak. This would be so much easier if this was Inspector Nine. Are you here to help us, Seven? I am well versed in the arts of covertcy. Usually when we say someone is skilled in covertcy, it's usually not so loud. I am very well versed in the arts of secrecy. I look at Ro. I I don't know. I shake my head. 
So the GM is going to interrupt with an above-the-table question. <laughs> Generally, when eight switches their persona, they do retain. They just are in the insistence of, if I'm going to maintain this persona, yeah. I have to be referred to as nine or seven or zero. Is that still the case? Of course. This is seven. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just, as an above-the-table question... <laughs> This is something because it is a very unusual reaction for eight when they have developed their new persona. So I'm just, for my purposes, thank you very much for clarifying. This is very good. I'm still going to refer to you as seven. I just, I just find it weird that you don't know who eight is. <laughs> okay. Cool. It's all part of the act. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I look over at the, the, the cat. That is Pax, and just go. I'm I'm sure Seven will be helping out with us as we are friends. Did did someone curse you? Are you No. Is this is this normal for you? Normal enough. It's easier to get information when people are not paying attention to just a random animal. Most people don't expect a random alley cat to be listening in on their conversations. So it's a little easier to gather information sometimes. How do you expect to question your foes if you are a cat? I'm not. That limits your capabilities, does it not? Not if my goal is just to listen, observe, and learn information. There's a difference between eavesdropping and forcibly coercing someone to tell you something. And as, I don't know if Eight told you, but quiet, stealth is the name of the game. I do not know who this Eight is of which you speak, but I am well versed in the arts of secrecy. Very well. What about stealthing? I will be discreet in my questioning. I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. At this point, I will jump off of Seven's shoulder and back onto the ground. Okay, so we're here. This that is very useful, and I and, and like I motion over to to you, Pax. Wish I could do that. Where do we start? Over by the docks. I was thinking the docks. Yes. Okay. I said we start heading in that direction and start formulating a plan or something, you know. So and, and also I'm on, I, so seven. Where, where, where did you come across? How did you come across this path of expertise, of secrecy? I like take my finger and rub it under where my nose would be. This is just the life I was born into. It's all I've ever known. And, and so you were born into this life. What have you been up to so far? I have trailed vagrants through cities. Oh, that's useful. I have questioned slash interrogated the same vagrants. Bless you, sir. I have located secret underground thieves' lairs. Oh, that's wonderful. I have also slain the leader of the thieves' gang that lived in those tunnels. Potentially useful. And I'll look over at the cat. The, the cat is like ahead in the crowd, not talking because now it's more of a crowded area, yeah. but like weaving the way through people's legs. Uh, definitely nearby to you, but definitely trying not to look like I'm with you. Yeah. I think I think that's going to be potentially useful. Keep that in your back pocket. I have no faith that this will end quietly. I'm totally saying these things very loudly and probably drawing a lot of looks. <laughs> that's one reason why I'm not near them. Uh, do, do me a favor, the three of you. Give me a group perception check, please. It's going to be hard difficulty. So three purple. That is one success, and one, two, 
three advantages. Okay. So with that success, as the two of you were talking and Pax as you were meandering and, and looking about, a few things happen. One, Pax, you are low enough to the ground that you happen to notice uh, two what appear to be merchants off to the side uh, of this of the bustling street and you happen to notice from your vantage point that very familiar hand flick um, row you happen to notice um, what appears to be a relatively clean looking alleyway down that way between a couple of uh, warehouse buildings and seven you happen to notice some hidden writing that appears to be uh, on the walls that you walk by. It's it's not exactly Thieves' Cant, but since you are kind of familiar with it, you you are able to recognize some similarities with it. Do with that information, the three of you, as you will. Can I try and veer off Without at least without seven seeing me, and veer off to those two merchants. Uh, eight. Remind us what is your perception. One yellow. So, um, Pax, give me a stealth check, and it is going to be one red die. Four successes. You're able to fear off. You've been meandering enough in the crowd that a slight additional degree on your turn is not noticed by some. And if there's like whether it's these merchants themselves or like a different nearby fishmonger, I'm going to pretend to be interested in said fish while listening to the conversation the two merchants are having. And grooming. And grooming. So in and amongst the sounds of the various fishmongers calling out their wares, you can hear prices being shouted out. You can hear the different types of fish. You can hear customers yelling back, no, that's too expensive. And it's like, can I need three? You hear the hushed voices of these two merchants. And one of them is saying, it's happening tomorrow, eight o'clock. Be there or he'll be very angry. We all have to be in attendance. Aiden Rowe, do you do anything with your information? I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. As we're walking, Seven suddenly stops, turns and looks at the wall, and boldly declares, while pointing, Look! How many people look? In the immediate area surrounding Seven, about six. But most of the crowd is, you know, it's it's a it's a bustling trade going on right now, so a ton mm-hmm. of people don't hear, but just the immediate yeah, about six yeah. people. Oh, oh. Rolling with that. I look over and I look back at seven. Was that on purpose? Or or were you intentionally trying to not be sneaky about that, or was that an accident? Turn and look at you. I did not specify what I was telling you to look at, but do you see it? Did I see it? Did you see the writing? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. After. Okay, no. Uh, no, I did not see it. What? What is it? Ah. What, what, I what? see. You need to train your eyes a little more, my friend. And I will stomp my way through the crowd towards the wall. And I will run my finger along the etchings on the wall. Now you see it, Ro. Okay. Uh, uh, before following the beeline, I'll look around. Okay, this. I'll look around for the cat. Don't see the cat. Okay. And I'll, I'll like inch on over. There is writing here. Oh yes. Now I, now I see it as I kind of like lean in. Does it say anything? Is it like a like a, uh, in a language, or is it like a like a symbol? Yeah, there are symbols and what appear to be hashes and dots. So for you, it's not something you could probably decipher. Seven would know that it says 
the dragon rises. It is a secret code. It is written in a secret script that only few may read. And it says, and I quote, the dragon rises. Okay, so what does that mean? I am not sure. And I will look you in the eyes and say, though it does sound ominous. It does. Maybe, look, there's an alley over there. It's, did you say it was clean? Is it suspiciously clean? It's suspiciously clean. I mean, like, passing eye probably would think nothing of it. They'd see, okay, boxes, crates, and stuff. But you, it's it's pretty obviously it's it's not a, an alley that has been let go by the wayside. Okay, I'll look over and it's there's an alley alleyway over there, and it didn't look like anything uh, any of the other alleyways that we've passed. It's clean, too clean. And I'll, like, raise an eyebrow over at seven. Alleyways do tend to be good locations for, and I'll look left and right, shady practices. Let's, let's go check it out. Yes, but stealthily. And I will hunch with my arms out and start to walk towards the alleyway. You know... You're the only one hunching over. You do stand out when you do that. Dax? Yes. Knowing how Seven has been acting since they have arrived, um, and after I hear this information, can I do a scan of the crowd uh, to see to see if I can see any suspicious figures that might be watching Seven and Row? Yeah, I was actually just going to come back to you anyway and ask what you were going to do uh, once you heard this, like what what your next move is. Look. Um, so you look around. And I mean, it's pretty easy to fake like you're looking around at all the different fish stalls. You do see a couple of people that seem to be staring very intently in the direction of where you last left row and eight. Or seven, rather. Is there... Where on the street are they in comparison to, like, stalls and shit? These two individuals that are staring, they're, uh, near one of the stalls. Uh, what kind of stall? This is very important. <laughs> it is a stall where there is, uh, what appears to be monkfish. Or something similar to monkfish being carved and prepped. So, if they're, like, super close to this stall, what I would like to do is if there's barrels or maybe like piles of fish, do a run by. Intentionally hitting as much stuff as I can, trying to make stuff fall on these two individuals watching eight in row. Or seven in row. Yeah. Give me an athletics check. Uh, give it to me at medium difficulty so that'll be two purple. A success and triumph. Yeah, so you definitely succeed. What does it look like? So this little gray form instantly like perks up as if they saw something very intriguing, like hunt mode activated. And suddenly the zoomies have been initiated. And this gray cat goes running across multiple stalls, bumping into fish to just knock this monkfish onto these two individuals that were watching Rowan Seven. Um, I would like to use my triumph, if that's okay, for them to completely lose track of where they go or where they went, if that's possible. With all the noise and the commotion that you are causing, all the guards and the customers, in fact, even those that hadn't been staring at Rowan Seven are turning to look at the the source of the noise and, and people start exclaiming like, you know, because now fish is falling out of the stall. People are getting it on their clothes. It's it's not pretty. Barrels are toppling over and bumping into people, knocking them down. It's it's just it's it's absolute mayhem. And everyone is sufficiently distracted. As eight, sorry, seven and row, make their way to the alley. And then I'll do like a circle back, trying to catch up with them. 
Yeah, easy enough for you to do so, especially since eight, uh, Seven is doing the T-Rex arms sneaking. It's, it's more like a Scooby-Doo sneak. Oh, okay, so it's shaggy. Type <laughs> Ro, Ro, you're the one with a cat on your shoulder this this time around. You just feel this, this like, ten-pound weight. Oh! Oh, it's just you. Okay. You two are very loud and very suspicious, and when I say you two, I mean seven. I I told seven. I can hear you. You are not being very stealthy. Neither are you. Neither are you. Yes, I am. No, you weren't. There were several people staring at you and staring in the bad way as you drew attention to yourself. I'm pretty sure they are sufficiently distracted and smelly now, but... um, I did not notice them. Then you weren't paying attention. I was paying utmost attention as we were heading into this alleyway. Speaking of which, this is a very suspiciously clean alley. Now that you pointed out, it is. Quick, look, look around. Perhaps there is a secret trap door or a back alley doorway that we can enter. We should make it quick, though, because... The distraction I created is not going to last forever, and there are definitely order members out there. And my voice drops a little bit at that. I'd like to group to give me a group perception check at hard difficulty, please. Okay, that is three successes and one advantage. As you're looking around the alley trying to keep it casual. You notice that alongside that wall, there seems to be a really weird crack in an odd angle. And and the more you stare at it, the more you realize the crack actually goes along in a very square-like shape. Almost door-like, if you will. I'm going to put my ear to it. See if I can hear anything through. Or if it, or if it you know, sounds hollow on the other side. It sounds just as if you were to put your ear up against a building. Okay. How hard do you press on the wall? I mean, I would lean on it. just Like putting a little bit of weight on it to really get your ear up there? Yeah. Like, I... I... Yeah. As soon as you finish pressing your body up against this wall, you feel your left side start to turn. <gasps> do I fall through? Or is it just starting to turn? It's just one of those, like... Just... Like, a, you notice that the wall shifts and there's now a crack. Oh, okay. So I do that. I look over at Pax and I look over at Seven. I totally meant to do that. Look, I found the secret entrance. Oh. You feel like little claws dig it. Hold on to you a little tighter as it starts to, like, open. Maybe we... I, I have also the information, but it might be better to do it back at the inn instead of in the middle of the market. Okay, okay, so remember where this alley... I'm going to try and shift it back into place. Looked like no one was here. Yeah, you do so. Okay. Cool. So it looks like perhaps this is an entrance, maybe not the entrance. We have no idea what happens beyond this this doorway. Well, we have time. Okay, so we have time. We have time, yes. Okay. Okay. Should we go back to the inn? Should we... Reconvene. Get a little kitty nod. Seven also found some strange writing, Seven. I did. Are you... I will... Look to the two of you. Are you certain we do not want to scout out this location now that we have found a secret door? It's a good idea, but I think... Mm. Uh, What I wouldn't give for a stealth friend right about now. Only our friend Eight were here. Do not know of whom this eight is that you speak. However, not only am I well versed in the stealth arts, I am also well versed in the arcane arts. Oh, how convenient. Yes, it is, isn't it? Are y'all doing this in the alley? Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. You hear a little muttering in your ear, Stealth is not in their purview. In that instance, Seven pops out the spoon from the gauntlet into their their hands. I really think we should go somewhere else and talk. This will take but 
just a moment as I summon a reconnaissance friend. You know, this would be super useful. You'll, you'll see. And I will summon a reconnaissance friend. Made out of trash. Make your spell check. Uh, just a small silhouette zero friendly summon, so I think that will make it a medium check. Yep. That's four success and a threat. Take some additional strain for that threat. As I point the spoon at the ground, and I grip it in both hands, and suddenly a little dust vortex appears on the ground as the small bits of trash that were in the alleyway coalesce into a tiny little tornado and make the smallest paper golem you have ever seen. Basically looks like an origami crane. I'm just glad it wasn't chickonnaissance. And and what would you like reconnaissance friend to do? As I summon it, I look to reconnaissance friend and say, friend, we are in need of reconnaissance. What I need you to do is enter through the secret wall and tell me everything you find. I will wait for you. Outside the alleyway, over there. Yeah, I will point in the direction. Over here. Be stealthy. Be secretive. And come to me as soon as you can with the information that you must gather. You hear, and then Reconnaissance Friend turns around and runs into the wall. Bounces off. Runs into the wall, bounces off. I will open a crack slightly. I'll turn it just a little bit for Reconnaissance Friend to go through. A third try, they go through successfully. Okay. And I'll come back and close it for trash, uh, not trash, but Reconnaissance <laughs> Friend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to come back through once, once it's over. This entire time, you, uh, the cat is like a little twitchy, like looking around, scanning crowds before anxiously looking back over at Seven as they are casting magic, waiting for them to be done. Right now, everybody still seems sufficiently distracted by the chaos you caused. Are you, are you done? Can we, can we go this way? Yes, I am finished. Okay. We just need to wait for Reconnaissance Friend to come back, reset the door, and then we can go back to the inn. How long do y'all wait? Five minutes. Reconnaissance Friend does not return. Oh, balls. Something must have happened to Reconnaissance Friend. Okay, I'm gonna go reset the door. I can go reset the door. Come back. I will let the connection fade. Regrettable. For now, we must kill them for what they have done to Reconnaissance Friend. No. Come on. Yep. And we'll just turn tail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I take a very roundabout way getting back to the end. Like, like crossing paths like, across the same like road multiple times type of roundabout. At some point, I'm going to ask, do, do we split up? Do it, you know, make it harder to follow us? Or is that unsafe? Meet me back at the inn in... shortly. When you know you're not being followed. Hopefully we're not being followed. Right. 100%. And I touch my finger to my temple and I point at the cat. That was weird. Why would anyone do that? I give a <laughs> thumbs up. I would know if I was being followed. I am not being followed. But, to assuage your worries, I will take a slight detour. I will say that the three of you are able to successfully meet back at the Frumpy Toad without having been followed. Such a good name. Sweet. Pax got a room, so... I think I only, I think I have a key, and in order to get in, I need to untransform to get the key. So you see Pax in the common area before leading up to the room. Regular Pax, Tiefling Pax. Mm-hmm. She's just pacing in her room when you can both get up there. Don't think I was followed. So 
thumbs up. We're good. I know that I was not followed. So everything is hunky-dory. What did the two of you find? And she's just kind of like stops and like takes a seat backwards on a chair. Just looking at the two of you. Well. I, we... Besides the secret room, secret door. That's all I found. But eight, sorry, seven. Seven found um, some some writing in in code. I could not read it, but seven here. Um, at least I believe seven here could decode it. I certainly could. There was writing on the wall which said, The dragon rises. Does that mean anything to you? The supposed leader of the order is goes by the dragon, and they are apparently a spellcast, a very powerful spellcaster. Hmm. So concerning. It's quite concerning, yes. If some powerful spellcaster is rising, I imagine they are increasing in power. I was also able to figure out when this is going to be happening. Oh, so, and... so that's why we didn't go busting in there. I mean, not busting in there. We didn't go sneaking in there. Yes. And also, I came across a couple of members that were conversing. And they said... The time and the time. Oh, okay, okay. Which is... I am hesitant to say. No offense, but it might be a better idea if I went on my own. Seven is less inconspicuous than I thought they were going to be, and it is concerning. Are you suggesting my stealth techniques need polishing? Yes. Well, I find this very disagreeable. When you are being watched by multiple people due to loudly pointing and saying, look, and you don't notice that, I would say that is extremely concerning. And I do appreciate your help, but this is something that cannot be failed because if the consequences can be dire, not just for us, but people around the continent as well and I would like to not have any casualties like what happened two months ago due to the overconfidence of people on the mission I fold my arms and scowl that makes sense but do do you think it's not going to be any sort of heightened danger you don't I'm sure you won't need backup we could be on standby The most one of the more concerning parts is that I don't know. But while I would appreciate the backup and having the extra pair of hands, if one of the extra hands is going to end us up getting caught, then what's the point? I'm I'm nodding along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you did ask for our help, and we want to help. I know. Is there any way that we could... that we could prove to you that we could do this mission within the parameters that you requested? If not, Not that's perfect. Causing a scene would help. And... It's regrettable because you are both very, very skilled in your areas of expertise. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. Seven. I think we can do the most help by letting Pax do the stealth thing first and being available to help later. As backup. As backup, yes. We should probably think of a way to communicate in case that you do need our help. Can I do a spell for that? 
What do you have in mind? I don't know, like a... Like a utility spell for, like, sending small messages back and forth. We do have a sending stone. Could we reprogram that? What also might be a good alternative is what I was originally thinking was following the two merchants that I found and going in two groups. One group, one goes ahead. More likely to be spotted, but not putting the second group in danger. And that way you would be close. We could be a distraction. Plan Z? Did you say plan Z or plan C? Z. Uh. We're no longer looking for stealth from me at this point, are we? If you're far enough away where you might not need to stealth, that would be best. I see. Well then. I suppose my part in this is done. And you just see Seven's gauntleted hand just swipe down over their face. And then you see a smile as it swipes down over the visage. <laughs> Hello, friends. It is me, Eight. There is like a visible relaxation now that Eight is back. Was Seven of use? No. What do you mean, no? Seven is an expert in covertcy. Seven drew a lot of attention to themselves. Did Seven tell you that? I'm quite familiar with Seven's skills. I find them to be excellent at what they do. You're, you're, you're wonderful. You're a really good friend. Well, thank you. You're a great friend as well. And you would never say anything to hurt me. No. I would not. Which is why I'm telling you this now. Seven is not good at stealth. Oh. Sometimes it is better to be truthful than to pretend to be nice and not hurt someone's feelings but seven needs to practice while delightful i think seven is a little bit overconfident in their abilities of espionage i see i have been told overconfidence can be a killer perhaps we will have to have a heart-to-heart -heart discussion at some point Seven seems like they are very good at coercing information out of people, though. Yes, like an interrogator. Yes, I do suppose that is true. Now you're saying Seven found absolutely nothing of use. No, they did find uh, some information about the dragon rises, and yes. A secret, secret message. But that did not require any self. Clasp my hands together. Oh, good. Well, then it wasn't a complete waste. No. Absolutely not. I'll be sure to let them know that you appreciated their efforts. Constructive feedback. Yes, feedback for a construct. However, I should let you know that Seven's performance today, while admirable, uh, proved be unfit for the next leg of our mission. So, we will be providing backup from afar, looking over at the tiefling, two packs, while they gather information. Exceptional. I'm very good at providing backup. Just tell us what to do and we will make it happen. I was thinking that tomorrow night, it is, the meeting is at eight. So I was thinking that we can follow the two merchants that I saw talking and and I give the little symbol of the, you know, mm -hmm. the bullhorns following them prior. So I don't know when they will be going down, but we keep watch through the later part of the afternoon 
and keep an eye on when they might be entering, we can follow in two legs. And I look at Ro. Since if you want to be in the second leg, it might not be a bad idea for you to put the armor back on if we can think of a way to deafen it. I don't know if it's echoey down there, but if it can be quiet, it would not be bad to have. Hmm. I could... I could take some of the stuffing in these pillows and wedge it in between the contact points. Or we could simply use magic to muffle your sound. You could do that? There are many things magic could do. Also, I must question, if these cultists are meeting at 8, would it not make sense for me to wait someplace out in the open? As long as you're not drawing attention <laughs> to yourself, but since you look like 7, it might be a better idea to be a little farther away, maybe wearing a hood or a cloak. No, no. Thanks. <laughs> what? No. Eight packs meant eight o'clock. Oh. <laughs> packs meant eight o'clock, not at you. Oh, I see. Eight o'clock in the evening is the meeting time. Eight. Oh, that makes infinitely more sense. I was not aware that I was going to be the common focal point for a meeting of some sorts. No, no, no. Oh. But I, what I said still stands. If you're going to be out in the open, you should probably hide or wear a cloak with a hood or use magic to disguise yourself because... Disguise myself, yes. I have done that before. I can do that. Because a construct is very apparent and stands out. Of course, of course. I am unique, one of a kind. I can use magic to, to disguise myself and also use magic to muffle our good friend Ro should it come to a stealthy sneaking part. Perfect. We could do this. Yes. I think with that, it's a good point to end the session. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time, but in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, whom you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Roe is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Pax has been played by our guest, Mare. You can follow them on Twitter at Archmage of Dice.